Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pitland Podcast. My name is Christian Bell. My co-host, uh, Sean Lomax, is not here today, unfortunately. Um, he had some business to attend to, and plus he hasn't been feeling too hot. It's kind of a wham-bam situation for him. But uh, we always had this idea to start a podcast, and I figured I'd just start it. Uh, we're starting low-key with it. I'm doing this on the Anchor app. Shout out to them. And we're going to get it kicked off. Um, the majority of what we'll be talking about um, is just our lives, um, experiences we have with certain topics that we'll talk about, sport-related things, um, stuff like females, funny stuff like that, or something that we were talking about might bring up a funny memory that we had. Um, Sean, I've known since high school, is my best friend, and um, I think we both had the personality and the, uh, the grit to do something like a podcast. So we figured we'd give it a shot. Um, the reason why it was called Pitland is because I'm from Pittsburgh. He's from Brooklyn. We figured, what the hell? Why not make it easy for ourselves to do Pitland podcast? Um, if it's just me on here, mostly what we'll talk about is um, I'm a big superhero fan. I always go back and forth between Marvel and DC. Big sports fan, predominantly football. We'll talk about that. I'll have a list of things and topics to talk about come the day. Um, to, um, to give my point of view as well as Sean's when we have him on the show. Um, also, music, big rap fan. Um, I do love all kinds of music, mostly rap. Um, biggest uh, influence in my life and my favorite all-time artist, including all genres, is Eminem. Go figure. <laughs> um, but we'll be on here, and I might have time to time my buddy Thomas come on here. We'll talk. Uh, another big thing I'll talk about: video games. Um, I'm not the hugest uh, nerd in video games, um, but I'll still talk about what I know. And um, I'll have my social media attached to all this stuff. So people, when they want to talk uh, video games or if they have a topic they want me to talk about, I'll always let them tweet me or hit me up in whatever way, shape, or form we can talk about that. A um, little introduction about myself. Um, I'm 20 years old. Uh, I live in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, what me want to do a podcast? Uh, I listen to a lot of stand-up comedians and their podcasts, and it seems like a lot of fun, you know, to just sit down and bullshit about random subjects or a topic at hand and kind of get lost in, you know, translation as far as, like, giving a shit about, you know, what's going on outside of your life, you know. Um, we can talk serious stuff. We can talk um, not-so-serious stuff. Um, it's just really interesting to see how often... Um, that a, a conversation just kind of sprouts out of nowhere and it's like you know time flies even when you're listening to it, like damn i can listen to these guys talk forever so <laughs> i won't have famous people on my podcast at least not this instant i'm just a small town uh guy who's just trying to um do something he wanted to do so I'm taking forth the effort here um but to kick off the show i figured uh just like i said talk a little about myself um you know, like I said, from Pittsburgh, big-time Steelers fan. I don't watch baseball or hockey, um, but I do root for my Penguins and my Pirates. Um, got my mom here. Uh, no, she, she, she's awesome, uh, Christina. Um, I'm in my room right now starting this off. You know, you got to start small to work big. So, um, so yeah, I can, uh, sometimes I could uh, sit there and talk about stuff about my life that if people are interested, I could talk about. <laughs> Um, but for right now, I want to kind of address something that I want everybody to keep in mind when listening to this. I'm not a political person. 
I'm not a religious person. I'm not atheist. I'm not religious. Um, so I don't ever want people to try to get myself or someone that's on my show to talk about it because it creates too much of a divide. Um, and I don't want to really get too involved with that. What I do want is just to have a fun time with myself and a friend or two that might be here and create a show that's for everybody. Um, everybody can listen, have a good time. If you got a long drive, um, you're going out of town, maybe you can kick on the, the podcast and just sit back and, you know, just you know, forget about your, uh, your travels or your troubles. You know, sometimes uh, I listen to podcasts just to forget about, you know, the stupid stuff that's going on in my life. Um, but I guess the first thing on, on the agenda for today, I guess we can tackle since I have a lot of topics that I um, am willing to talk about. I guess we can talk about uh, for you video game people if you're here. Um, I just started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I started playing yesterday. It's a great grind. It's a great grind. It reminds me a lot of The Witcher um, and Destiny. Um, in, in that sense, you know, it's a it's a great game that has uh, uh, a lot of similarities of The Witcher and Destiny. Um, not that I'm complaining, but it's kind of like you know just a little little touch at the subject here um but it's, it's all fine and dandy um great game man great game i uh i'm well into the game hours wise but i don't think i put too big of a dent in it because i kind of get excuse me sidetracked with doing other stuff um but for the most part it's a great game uh some other games coming out that i can't i can't wait to play like red dead 2 uh, red dead redemption 2 sorry um, I, I think a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people are excited about that game, as am I. Um, uh, shoot, what else? Uh, WWE, I'm a big wrestling fan. I was, at least. I try to keep my head into it sometimes. Um, uh, and last but not least, Battlefield Five. Man, I've been calling for a World War II Battlefield, I think, when Battlefield One dropped. Um, I remember, I used to work at GameStop, and uh, people would come in asking for this game for Christmas. Um, I worked there during the seasonal time. It was a seasonal position, and this was the time that um, Battle for One was about to drop. And um, everybody, the, you know, the clueless parents, they just had to buy their kid a video game for Christmas, you know, and shut them the hell up. <laughs> so he came in saying, uh, what's the newest Battlefield coming out? I said Battlefield 1. And some people would act like I'm pulling their dick. Like, he's like, what? No, I want the newest one. Like, I understand, look, you know, Battlefield 1, they called it 1. Because it's based on World War One, And it was a big fiasco. I had to explain that to an uncomfortable amount of people. Um, that was also the year that uh, um, Remastered came out. And a lot of people came in asking, can I just get Remastered? I'm like, no, if you want Remastered, you got to buy Advance or Infinite Warfare, sorry. Uh, you got to get the bundle. Um, they didn't like that too much because uh, people were there for Call of Duty 4 Remastered. And I felt them on that. Um, uh, if anything came out, anything good came out of Call of Duty... Um, Infinite Warfare. It was it was the campaign. I had a great time with the campaign. The zombies is pretty good too. Um, I think I played about twenty minutes with a multiplayer. Instantly regretted it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, Battlefield Five, man. Um, it's gonna be a great game. I know it is. Uh, if you know, just if Battlefield One was a taste of anything, how Battlefield Five would be. Uh, then I'm excited because I love World War Two. Um, this is like a, as a history from a history standpoint, I love it. And uh, World War II games are always a blast. It hasn't been like a, I mean, Call of Duty World War II 
wasn't too bad. Um, it was to me, it was just a taste of what Battlefield Five was gonna be like, campaign and multiplayer wise. Um, but the, the just how amazing Battlefield does their multiplayer, it's it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great fucking game. I can't wait for it. Um, uh, other video game news, I think that's it. You know, I'm still playing Odyssey. There's not too much to talk about right now. Um, it's a relatively new game. I don't want to put any spoilers for it. Um, it's a good storyline too, and it has options like much like The Witcher, where you could uh, uh, engage in a conversation that will kind of neutral itself out. A good conversation with the woman um, that will get you to, to get them to like you. Or you can engage in a conversation that will get them to fight you. Great game, great game, great game. I'm having a blast with it. Um, movie news, big movie guy. Um, I saw Venom recently. I saw it twice, actually, <laughs> in the same week. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave like a 31%, which I think was unfair. I think Venom was an overanalyzed movie. A guy I work with, he, uh, he said that a couple of his friends watched it. And um, they said that they hated it. You know, they hated it. Uh, and I was like, if if you try to, if your expectation for this movie was for it to be a build up like how Marvel movies have been, it's all built up to something, then yeah, it's not going to add up to anything. It's I think I like that they took the concept and they had fun with it. Are they going to attach it to something else? Who knows? I know they're making uh, another movie with Carnage, um, and Woody Harrelson is actually playing uh, Carnage, which is going to be great. Um, but Tom Hardy, I think. Is who who's matter of fact is like one of my top five actors of all time. He did a great he did a great job. It was a movie that was overanalyzed and picked apart too much. If you just look at the movie and take everything else you had in your mind about this movie and just look at what it was and the story they built and the comedic relief and how great Tom Hardy was, it was a great movie. Like I I could watch it a million times. It was an awesome movie. Um, not a movie I think uh, deserved the. The negative criticism it got and the ratings it got. Um, and of course, me being the big Eminem fan I am, uh, the uh, he made the sound, the song Venom from his Kamikaze album was for it. It topped it off perfectly. Venom was one of my favorite Marvel villains. And then Tom Hardy being one of my, one of my all-time favorite actors. And then Eminem being my favorite artist. It was a wham, bam, combo, three-piece combo right there. Just You, you, you couldn't beat that. Um I I wanted to see Predator. I never got a chance to catch it in movies. I got I think I got thirty three percent. So and to me, I didn't think it was gonna be better than Venom, but being that Rotten Tomatoes, being the rotten people they are, they ranked it above Venom. We'll see how that goes. Um. Oh man, uh, what else is there movie wise? I haven't I haven't really. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp yet. I have not gotten to that part. I haven't seen. Uh, or, um. Oh man, what's the name of that movie? It's not even out yet. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel's coming out. I gotta watch that. I haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, um, but uh, big news. Um, I gotta follow up on this soon. But Justice League, the the movie's been out for a while. It's not news, <laughs> but the movie came out. I absolutely loved it. I think it it was a big relief for how bad previous movies were. Like um, like Wonder Woman was a big a big save for them um because batman versus superman was absolutely dog shit um it was it was it was so bad and you know i, I went to go see my mom she's not even big into the superhero stuff and she watched she's like what the fuck is this I'm like i have no idea i'm sorry i made you come um it was absolutely terrible i hate it personally 
Um, I have my own beef with it. Um, for instance, I, I, I don't like I don't like Ben Affleck, man. I don't like it. I've made it known to a lot of people who are as big as DC fans as I am that Ben Affleck, I think, is probably... I couldn't think of a worse person to play Batman. But I am in the minority with this. Like, a lot of people liked Ben Affleck as Batman. And I could not see... I don't like Ben Affleck as, as an actor. And it all started was when he did Daredevil umpteen years ago. Like, Daredevil was a terrible, terrible movie. Um, and it always put a bad taste in my mouth. Like, it... You you couldn't have, you couldn't have made a worse movie for a superhero that was like actually a lot more badass than what was um, what was led on to be because um, I mean it came out in '03 and I I absolutely hated it but the show it, you know is good but we'll tag on on that on that later um, but yeah Ben Affleck hated him um, I. There was this guy named Chris in my class. Um, he he had this comparison, and it was a great comparison. And I love I leveled with him when he said this. He said, "Cause cause I said Christian Bale was the best Batman," and um, he said Ben Affleck made a better Batman. Christian Bale made a better Bruce Wayne, and that and it made sense because Ben Affleck, you know, I don't like him, but I gave credit where it was due. The movie. Um, he he got big as shit for like he actually filled out the physical physique of Batman a lot better than Christian Bale did, and a lot of people hated Christian Bale for his dumb uh, Batman voice. Um, I think it was iconic, and, and you know everybody's always gonna mimic it one way or another. Uh, I'm Batman, like you know that's always gonna be Christian Bale's thing. Um, and it's when he said that it I was like, Alright, you know what, you're absolutely right. I can actually level with you on this. We can have even ground here. Cause when it comes to between Bruce Wayne and, and the role of the bat, uh which part's gonna need more acting? It's gonna be Bruce Wayne. Ten times out of ten. Ten times out of fucking ten. And when it, okay, who's the better actor? Bruce uh obviously Bruce Wayne, uh Ben Affleck or or Christian Bale. And it's gonna be Christian Bale. And it was right. And plus, Christian Bale, you know, he's a good looking, he's a good looking lad. And you know, he has that more of that play, uh, that you know billion dollar Playboy uh, characteristic than Ben Affleck does. Um, but other than that, it was a great movie. And I Justice League. I hate that it came out, and I'll explain why. Uh, ben Affleck no longer wants to direct or be Batman anymore, and. Rather than go through all the hell of casting a new Batman, a new Bruce Wayne, um, they're doing a Flashpoint movie with Flash's movie after Shazam and Aquaman get their own movies, which both are going to be awesome. Um, but of course, for those who don't know, in the paradox for Flash, uh, he goes back and saves his mom, which alters um, the present uh, slash future and then the new Batman is now Thomas Wayne versus Martha, uh, sorry, Bruce Wayne. Um, the Flashpoint Paradox, um, Bruce Wayne dies in the alley. Like, everybody who knows Batman knows that his parents died in the alley. They were robbed and they were shot. But this one, Bruce Wayne gets shot as a kid. He dies. His dad, Tom, his dad Thomas Wayne, becomes Batman. He actually kills. And then the death of Bruce Wayne breaks Martha Wayne, the mother, mentally. And she becomes the Joker. And... Uh, 
it's going to be awesome because um, Jeffrey D. Morgan has made it very clear that he wants to be Batman. Um, and because he, he, he played, um, he played Thomas Wayne and, uh, Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie in The Walking Dead, um, has played Martha Wayne. And when I saw that in Batman vs. Superman, I knew something was going to happen because you're not going to have big pay money for those big time actors to not say anything, if anything, in that, in those movies. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like I said, he's made it very known that he wants to be Batman. He wants to be Batman. He wants to be Batman. And so I'm excited for it. Um, the reason why I hate that they made it is because that it was so good that everything has to change now. Because obviously, you know, Aquaman and, and, and Wonder Woman and the Flashman Paradox are at war. The Athenians, I'm sorry, the Amazonians and the um, Atlanteans are at war. But Aquaman was a great sh- um, um, come up character. Like Justice League, I think, had great, uh, how do I put this? Uh, had a great show for the new guys, because uh, you know Batman and the guy that played Man of Steel and Superman, um, they already had their movies. And Wonder Woman had her movie, but Flash, Aquaman, and um, um, uh, Cyborg already—they didn't have a movie, and they just came out in this one, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, I never liked Cyborg. I think he—he's yeah, like my least favorite superhero. I think of the realm of superheroes, including Marvel. Um, I don't like him. I never did, but Justice League, he was actually pretty cool. I liked him. Um, and Aquaman obviously shut up the people who thought he was shitty, thought he was, you know, a terrible superhero. But he's not. He's awesome. And all that has to go to rest now because everything changes. And it's like you never see the Justice League, Justice League again. And, um, but yeah, that's my rant for DC. Marvel, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge DC fan. Like, I'm... I love DC better, but Marvel, the MCU, dog, they, they've been killing it for 11 years, going on 11 years, man, ever since Iron Man 1 came out, and it's hard to top that. DC probably never will top that in the next lifetime. Uh, they really have to step their game up if, you know, if they're trying to keep up with Marvel. Um, but, you know, that's an, I kind of want to take a step back and say, you know, this podcast, if I'm all by myself, I'll just rant about whatever's on my mind. Uh, but I try to keep it uh, broad for everybody to understand. Everybody's into sports, and everybody's into superhero stuff, and everybody's into music. So I try to keep it going back and forth. Um, uh, so recently, I have been on this tear to try to be a police officer. Um, I've been trying and trying and trying and trying. It's uh, it's been a desire of mine since I graduated high school. Um, people ask me why I want to do it, and it's a tough question. It's 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 not an answer that um, the cliche answer like oh you know I've always wanted to do this. It's my dream. Um, it's it's not my dream, um, but I feel like you know when it comes to the normal world, um, you know, I feel I could for uh, fill the the footsteps or fill the footsteps, fill the shoes that need to be filled in, in in the world of law enforcement. Like, I don't think I can save the world. I don't think that I can, um, I don't think that I can change everything. You know, I can lock out one bad guy, everything goes away. Like, no, but there are some bad eggs. I'm not saying there's bad eggs in the departments around me. Um, I uh, would have no way of knowing that, but I feel like, you know, someone has to do it. And the, 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 uh, how do I put this? 
recent events between law enforcement and and um, and people of color, uh, you know, it's it's been tense out there, and every law enforcement agency is under a microscope. Um, I have I I completely support what they do. I think that they are underpaid by a lot, you know, just in my, especially the local cops. They you know go through a lot of you know, shitty things day in and day out. Not just so much, you know, shootings and dead bodies, but, you know, crazy individuals, you know, people that, you know, um, just are just insane. Like people running around the street naked and throwing up and bodily fluids everywhere and dealing the amount of paperwork one goes through for, you know, a traffic stop. It's it's crazy. And I don't think that their, their finances add up to the workload they put in because uh, some place, some departments, they work 12-hour shifts for five days and that could take a toll, you know, working night shifts especially. Um, um, but uh, the reason why it's, it's, it's tough in my... The reason why it's tough right now is because I've been through two processes and it hasn't worked out. Um, I have two friends, Marcus and Donovan, who are both state troopers and they are brothers. Um, so shout out to them. Um, I've went through state, my BMI, my body mass index is too high for their requirements. Um, I dropped about 10 pounds in, in you know, uh, between four to 6% uh, body fat. Um, and it wasn't enough. Uh, and they say, all right, we can reapply. And then, you know, you won't get, you won't, your academy won't be until 2020. Like, ah, I'm not going to sit around and do nothing. Um, so... I put in for smaller departments. I even put in an application for Pennsylvania State Police. I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, they didn't hit me back yet, but I went through the city of Fredericksburg, which is I live in Fredericksburg, but not through their county. Um, and I went uh, through their process, and they cut me because I have a friend that I hang out from time to time who smokes weed. Now, um, it's it's it's. It's weird because I sat down with the guy. This is going to be the, the day for my polygraph, which is a lie detector test. And I sat down with the detective, and he was talking to me. He's like, do you know anybody that smokes weed? I said, yeah. You know, I didn't drop any names. He didn't ask for any names. He said, it was the last time you hung out with somebody that was actively smoking weed. And like a week and a half, week, week and a half before, uh, I took my friend um, to a job so he can turn an application. And he wanted to hang out. So I said, I was, you know, I was off work. I had nothing to do. So we went back to his house afterwards. And almost like any other time we go there, he smokes and, you know, um, he understands what I'm trying to do. He understands that I don't do. He understands that I can't do. And he doesn't try to push me into it. So, you know, and it's become such a regular thing. It's like you don't even notice it sometimes. Um, so he did it. And we just paid no mind. We just sat around, played video games, watched YouTube, had a laugh, you know, hung out. And another friend of mine came over. Um, so we just, and But it was still just him smoking. And I explained this to him. Like, you know, I don't. Uh, I don't t- partake in it. He understands what's going on. He understands what I'm trying to do. And he just keeps it to himself. And we still, you know, hang out, you know, whatever. And uh, I say, you know, also, you know, my mom's boyfriend who lives with us, he smokes. Um, and he said, okay. And then he left for like 30, 45 seconds, literally. And then he came back and he said, well, you're causing me some troubles here. I'm like, okay, what do you mean? And he said... Uh, you know, you're in our process and you're out with something last week while they're smoking weed. And he made it look so much worse than what it did. Because he said people 
Yeah, I was hanging out with people that were smoking weed. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, um, you know, hold up. No, I'm not hanging out with people. It was one person who I've known for like four years who I know smokes weed. And, you know, it's it's a controlled environment. It's in his house. I'm not going to go to his house tell him not to smoke or, do you know, tell him not to do what he does. You know, I'd be damned if someone came to my house and told me not to do something that I do in my own house. Um, but, yeah, he does it. And it was, it was I hung out with him last week. But he doesn't know how often to hang out with this person. And I just told him that I hung out with him last week. He was smoking weed. And I told him that I didn't know that um, hanging out with a friend that I've known for a while why he smokes is going to affect the process. And he said, well, you do understand that whenever you become a police officer, you swear an oath to uphold the law and to um, apprehend anybody that's doing illegal drugs. Now, is weed illegal in Virginia? I said, yeah. He said, okay, well, what if you're a cop and, you, and you're around him and you smoke weed? And I said, you know, I'll handle it. I don't want to arrest my friend. But I told him, he said, yeah, I'll handle it. Um, and he said, you know, and I told him, um, I added on by saying, you know, um, in the event, if and when I become, you know, a police officer, then I'll just limit our interactions to where, you know, if you're going to hang out with me, if I go to your house or if you go out somewhere and you just can't smoke, you know, I'm not going to go to your house so you can't smoke. So if you're willing to do not do that while you're at your house, then fine. But if you come to my house, if you go out and about somewhere, just don't do it, you know. And, you know, and my friend would have understood that. And uh, he's like, he's like, okay. He seemed like for a second he's like agreeing with me. He just it was reassuring him. It didn't, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't bode out that well. And so he uh, left for like a few seconds and came back again. It's okay. Well, I'm not gonna test you today. Um, I'm gonna leave it up to the start, the recruiting sergeant, to see what she wants to do, and then she'll be in contact with you via email or phone call. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. At least I have a chance to explain myself. Um, It'd been easier to talk to on the phone or in person. Um, so I was waiting, I was waiting, I was waiting. And then one day I was at work. And this is actually not recently. This is, uh, I think, late last week. Um, I got a letter in the mail from them saying that they, you know, pretty much that, you know, I'm not going to go through the process. You can reapply this time next year. And I never did get a call from that recruiting sergeant. She, uh. And I just think, because I told my mom, like, when this is going on, I was like, this is going to look a lot worse than, than what it is. You know, on paper, it looks bad because he's saying I'm hanging out with people smoking weed, or people that are smoking weed last week. I'm like, you know, I was explaining to her, like, hey, you know, I, you know, yeah, I was with a friend last week. I was helping her run an errand. He didn't have a ride. Um, and he went to hang out, and he did his thing. And, you know, I explained to her that, you know, he does this thing. He understands that I can't do it. He doesn't know how to get me to do it. I feel like she understood that and then, you know, would it, did whatever she had to do after that and got me moving forward. But, you know, she didn't. And she didn't call me or contact me like he said she would. But that's all good. So now I'm just, uh, I've applied to a few more places and I'm um, uh, trying to get my arm license for security. Because right now I do security. I do unarmed security at an auto auction in Stafford, um, Stafford County, Virginia. Um, not not the best job in the world, Um uh, and I don't, I don't mean security. I mean, like, my my company isn't, like, the best. don't really care for it. Um, I just think we're underpaid. And we don't do any security work. Like, we're mostly just customer service. Because um, nine times out of ten, when someone coming here to drop off or pick up a vehicle, it's through security, you know. 
Um, obviously, there's more, you know, behind the scenes stuff with the people that we are contracted with. All that stuff handled with them. When you talk about a vehicle, it's us. The people they talk to, it's us, you know. Um, and it's unarmed. And I feel like it should be because you're surrounded by... I couldn't even put an accurate number on the number on the on how valuable the cars are. It's not a high end place only, but a lot of high end stuff mixed in with some older stuff and you know the numbers the numbers add up, you know. Um so we're sitting on millions or you know, cars here and parts and whatnot and I don't know. It's it's you don't really seem to be too, doing too much security stuff until an issue arrives. Like a security issue, like you know, Someone's causing trouble, there's a fight, or someone, you know, had an accident, or got into an accident, or what the case may be. Um, but, you know, be that as it may, it's 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 a, it's not my favorite, so I'm trying to get out of it. Right now I'm trying to, um, for my arm license, I'm trying to get into an armor truck like Brinks. Uh, you know, the fun stuff. You know, trying to be in a heist movie, you know, where like a, a garbage truck T-bones a truck. Like five guys pop out the back and blow the doors off, take all the cash and knock me out if I'm lucky. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah, that's 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 uh, where I'm at right now with life, and it's tough. You know, it's it's real tough having to um, having to do something I don't want to do um, and trying to move forward. Cause Lord knows I did not want to go to college, man. I, you know, I did not. If you know, I. I was not a great student in high school academically, you know, I just got by, um, and I hated it because it didn't really teach me anything. All it did was teach me, was like, you know, how to micromanage and, and, you know, um, how to deal with stress, like, you know, just kind of like, uh, not so much teach you how to deal with it, but it's like, you know, we're going to hit you a lot of stressful situations, figure this shit out. And, you know, a lot of teachers didn't care. They had a number to push. They had a curriculum they had to fulfill, and they did it. And at what cost, you know? And um, the only teacher I can say that ever understood what we went through was there was a guy, like, literally fresh out of uh, UVA, University of Virginia. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> he um, He understood because he was not that much older than the rest of us. He were kind of was kind of, you know, in the program that we're in now high school wise, not too long before him. And he understood. He was like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, crush you with homework. I'm we're gonna you know, I'm not gonna give you grades in class. You know, just take notes and we'll just do tests and 'cause, you know, the way they do tests, it's like it doesn't really hurt you that much. Like quizzes and homework fuck ups do more damage to your grade than tests in Virginia. So it was really like, you know, he understood it. He worked it. Everybody loved him for him. Plus, he's a really relatable guy. Like, he was kind of like myself, you know. You want to talk sports? He'd get in sports with you. Not just that. He'd talk numbers, assists, touchdowns, yardage per game, all kind of nice stuff, man. If you want to talk, you want to talk about video games? Boom, 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 boom. Comic books? Wham, bam, 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 bam. Like, he was everywhere, and he was a great guy. He's really relatable on a lot of, on a, on a, on a lot of different levels. Um, so shout out to him, Mr. Wilson. I don't know if you're still working there at Massaponics High School, but shout out to you if you um, if you're still there, man. Um, so yeah, college was no go. I see how many people are in college now and see how stressful they are, and it's like people, you know, like like a buddy of mine, he's doing criminal justice, and he's doing a lot of classes that don't even pertain to criminal criminal justice at all. 
um, you know, it, it's 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 crazy that you have to pay colleges so much money, you know, one way, shape or form. And half of it, maybe even over half of it doesn't even pertain to something that you're going through. Like if I'm paying you, I'm going to tell you like, hey, you know, I'm going to take these classes, you know, I'm going to take. I understand there's different branches of it, like if you, especially medical, you can learn different types of sciences and stuff like that, even math throughout. Um, criminal justice, I can understand there's like, you may take a psychology class, um, you might take like a, a different like law class and stuff. Like, I understand the different branches for a degree, but like if you're going to give me different classes, give me classes that pertain to the, what I'm trying to do here. You know, uh, don't sit here and have me doing art and English and, and you know, pre-calc if I'm trying to learn, you know, the inside of a law book. You know what I mean? It's it's. I didn't want to sit through that. I didn't want to sit through four more years of classes that were a lot harder than what I ever did, and a lot more stress for something that didn't even pertain to what I did. You know, um, and alarming, uh, an alarming now amount of people say they stress more over the classes they know they don't need or don't pertain to their degree than they do over the classes that pertain to what they're doing. I think that's disgusting, and I hate schools. Do that, which seems to be all schools. I think if you're gonna throw me in classes that don't pertain to what I have to do, like if you have to follow that, then don't charge me for it. Have me pay for the classes that I'm that you know go under whatever you're there for law, medicine, um, you know, whatever the case may be. Do that, you know, don't don't sit here and bend me over and raw dog me for for you know stuff that has nothing to do with this and. Didn't want to sit through it, and people ask, "Why aren't you going to college?" And I give them exactly that answer, and I hate it. I hate it. School. I hate the stress of it. It's like you know what? I'm gonna go through four years at least of college to do something that I have no guarantee of getting uh, a job out of. Like I feel that people who are in college, they should uh, have a part right before they graduate of. Finding places that are hiring. They should have a program to try to put you into even like internships, paid or unpaid. Get your foot in the door with these places, you know, because people like in computer science, like, you know, how many computer science companies can you really work for or how many jobs can you name that computer science? The average man. Not that many. To me, it was like, I know what's due now. Bills are due now. Not in four years and not when I get a job that pertains to this degree. Like, no, bills are due now. So I was more the type of go out, grind, pay for what is now. I'm more ever than now person. Like I'm not, I don't really sweat too much about what's going on two, three months from now, year plus from now. I think more about, hey, this this is going on now, so let's deal with it now. And, uh, uh, and you know, that is not what, to me, that's not what school has for me. Um, you know, but if you have a desire to do this, to go to school and do this, then I don't believe me. I am all for it. You know, I'll cheer you on the whole freaking way because, you know, I just squirted lotion all over me, man. Oh, I hate when that happens. I try to put some lotion on and the freaking bottles had like a little hole and it spewed everywhere. Ah, shit. But um, anyways, no, like, you know, I, I shout out to you, man, because you're a better person than I am. You know, wanting to go out there and, and, and do that and put yourself in a situation, so be it, man. You're a trooper, and you deserve to get the degree. Um, sorry if you can hear me rubbing my hands. My hands are really dry, and it was really bugging me. Um, 
if you have school, eh, not my thing. <laughs> um, down the road, if you know law enforcement wise, if I have to go back to school for um, a criminal justice degree, um, for a promotion or something like that, or for a different field I want to work in, you know, I'll go back to like night school or something like that, or online and, and do it. But I'm not getting a promotion or anything like that right now. So what's due right now? My car payment is due. My bills around the house are due. You know, gas. You know, it's not an infinite source. Um, <laughs> you know, phone bills, stuff like that. So money, money's a factor, and you know, degrees aren't made of cash. So that's just my take on it. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, I think that's a good introduction. Um, going on about a little under 40 minutes here. So kind of give you a rerun about everything, um, about what I talked in the beginning. Um, like I said, my name is Christian. Um, the other half of this podcast is Sean Lomax. Like I said, he has some other business. He wasn't feeling too hot today. So um, I want to get a jump on this. Um, this is a podcast on my phone. So I'll be one doing it um, sometimes by myself if Sean's unavailable. Um, I don't have a set data when I do this stuff. I kind of, I was, I have a lot of work today. Excuse me, and I had some free time, so I kind of just took the opportunity and, and did it. Um, so I appreciate everybody who is listening to this. Uh, this is like I said, this is my first one. Um, I didn't know how to open this. I kind of winged it. I didn't have a script, anything written down. I kind of just went for it. Um, I will be creating all new social media handles, um, but for right now. Just tune in for the next podcast, and I'll ha- and then uh, you can use the social media handles to get a hold of me, send me interesting articles, news clips, stuff like that, and or even like recommend topic to talk about. Um, when I'm, I will say this: when I'm by myself, I'm not really cracking jokes like that unless I find the opportunity to. When I'm with Sean, it's gonna be a lot more funny stuff, you a lot more uh, interesting and, and fun and stuff to do. I promise you that. For right now, it was just kind of introduction, kind of give you a lay of the land of how I operate and how I think. Um, so I appreciate it. This is the Pitlin Podcast. Thanks so much if you even tuned in for the, for a guy just starting off. I really do appreciate it. Um, keep an eye out. There's no saying when I have this on soon um, or next time I'll have this on. Um, that didn't make any sense. Um, but it will be before uh, this time next Wednesday. That I can assure you. Um, again, thank you. I hope y'all have a blessed day. And I hope y'all have a great Halloween if I don't see you guys before then. Thanks.